0: I interviewed Philip Schwartzman here, and he's one guy that I really appreciate, not only because he is following his creative path, but he's found a way to become very successful in it. He's an extremely consistent guy, and he's passionate about what he does, which is filmography. I interviewed him because I wanted to show you guys somebody who went a creative path and has succeeded. I wish you that this will help you find some inspiration in yourself to find and to go after what you really want to do in your life. Uh, rather than being fake about what you think you want to do but really find what it is you can't live without doing uh this guy's done it and he's successful at it so i wish you the best i hope you get exactly what i intend out of this interview which i think that you will enjoy How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance Man. Now, nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling, that art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great... Uh, athletes, become great um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the, the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are, in, that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes, so please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Or if you'd like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode.
1: Um, So hey, I'm Joe from Infinite momentum spotted Joe names up in the air screw that crap I'm just caring about the content right now. Anyway um, Nice to meet you Phil we met over at Rutgers and I'll let you introduce yourself
2: My name is Phil. Uh, I do freelance video in New Jersey and um, yeah, we met at Rutgers and You asked me to do this kind of video chat and I'm happy to be able to do it.
1: Cool. Uh, I noticed that you have a name on your shirt, and I'm curious about that. I mean, I know what it is. but Yeah,
2: it's actually, I I got off a shoot this morning, but uh, film is basically a play on words of my name. My name is Phil, and I film things, so well back, me and my brother were having like jokes like, you're going to film stuff today, film, and it kind of caught on and uh, ended up creating my brand around this name, Um, and I like it. It's catchy
1: almost like you were born for it
2: yeah people have said that as well
1: so I noticed that you were selling this this drone um, mm. and I'm curious what it is about equipment that matters and what it is about uh, um, um, I kind of like diving deep into here but like that, does, it ma- does it matter so much the equipment <clears throat> or the skill or a little bit of both or how do you
2: yes my answer is yes because Uh, really equipment doesn't matter, but it matters. So uh, if you, you can create basically like, when you start off, it doesn't really matter as long as you can create, like have the tools to generally create what you're looking to do, what you're recording with and what you're using doesn't really matter. As you move up, you kind of have expectations for clients uh, to do maybe something really specific or have a certain kind of quality to your videos that kind of put them ahead of others or uh, create a look that you wouldn't be able to create with equipment that would have less value or generally the things that do what you need to do end up being expensive, unfortunately. There are ways around that, but yeah. Gear is important, but it's not everything.
1: Okay, so it's almost like at first the bottleneck is not your equipment, the bottleneck is your skill. And then once- You develop your skill then the bottleneck will be your equipment and that's when it would be good for people to uh, to expand their equipment to, to, so that it's not a bottleneck anymore am I hearing you exactly. right
2: yeah definitely as you go on you kind of yeah, as you start making more your equipment kind of goes along with it
1: cool um, and I want to backtrack a little bit because that was a question that kind of pops into my head um, but I want to sure. I want to just explain a little bit why I chose to interview you um, and it really goes into how I feel you're you're what I call an, an alpha artist, and the reason I say that is because you're in control of your um, of your direction, and you also are doing something that you feel is 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 valuable. And I can tell by the way that you talk about it, the way you share about it on social media, you're not doing it for anyone else. You're doing it for you, and you're enjoying it. Now, Sure, it's a business, you have to cater to your clients. I understand that you can't do everything you want unless you're like Jason Jordan Pollock or like another artist artist, but even they have to advertise themselves to make people want them. You can't just do what you want and expect people to come. But you seem mm-hmm. to do something that you really enjoy and I wanted to exemplify that, that passion aspect, and also the fact that you're also very disciplined and engaging in your skills and you know and you have a good business sense of things.
2: Well I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. Um, What I'd say is that uh, yes I I do kind of strive to make what uh, means something to me. A lot of the time that doesn't happen because uh, I'm basically doing work for other people. Now I don't feel like that gets in the way of me becoming kind of Involved in that project, whether it's something that I really kind of know about or don't know about but essentially like I Strive to do the best of what I can do uh, Regarding that project so like if it's something that real estate I wasn't really interested in real estate before um, I started doing it, but I kind of learn kind of the best way I can do it and kind of look for the video approach to do that. And I guess that's where kind of the gear aspect of things and like the editing and all that kind of comes into play. And I get a little more passionate about kind of what's capable with this rather than from the beginning, it's something that is completely alien to me. And I wouldn't kind of uh, seek this out on my own if the client didn't come to me for this.
1: Interesting. So, so the tool, so video is more like a tool you use to explore different avenues you weren't necessarily passionate about, but getting better in your skill was something that gave you motivation and kind of an intrinsic motivation. um, Something that I I would call passion. Um, The video, and it was like the medium for other things. Is that right?
2: Exactly, definitely. That's actually why I choose the freelance over working for a specific uh, kind of company that would limit myself to doing like a certain kind of work. That's why I do a little bit of weddings, music videos, kind of promotional videos, and whatever else kind of comes in my way. Because it, every project's different, and you get to experience uh, a large variety of work re- r- uh, relating to that.
1: Cool, cool. When you started, um, well, can you just describe that? Because uh, it seems like, from what you say, it was more of a gradual thing. Uh, I'm kind of curious if you could share where this all came from.
2: Sure. Uh, I originally started making videos just of me, my friends and I riding BMX bikes around town. We would watch videos online of like people doing tricks and different things like that. And I would just grab my cell phone and uh, record like a clip here and there and piece it together in movie maker. Not really thinking much of it, but uh, that's what it was at the time. From that, it kind of progressed to uh, picking up like a GoPro for more interesting angles, underwater stuff. And that led me to create things like um, a summer kind of, end of summer compilation video, where it'd be like to music and it'd be something that shows all the adventures I had over the summer. It was really a a joy to make, even though it was like a lot of work, cutting like six hours of like footage down to like six minutes at the time. uh, that's kind of where it taught me kind of what I like and kind of gave me enjoyment to kind of push myself into the process. I didn't really start considering video seriously until I got to freshman year of college because when I got there, I initially wanted to do engineering, but um, as I went along basically uh, figured out that engineering's not for me. It's pretty difficult classes and kind of just wasn't uh, what I expected. And um, from that point, it was a lot of people online in the video industry that were, um, basically showed me like, this is something you can do to make money as a living. And it kind of just like clicked for me at that point. It was not like all of a sudden I started making videos, but like at that point I started exploring more of that like, I need to keep making videos to make, show, learn, first teach myself and also show what I'm capable of to other people and kinda, it went from there.
1: Mm -hmm. It's interesting because it's almost like you weren't really planning it. It just kinda happened because you started to do something because it was fun and then you kind of enjoyed it and then it it developed from there. Um, Absolutely. I'm curious if there was any point you stopped and kinda looked at it and were like, you know what, is this a path I want to go or is this not a path I want to go or if it was always just kind of one solid direction
2: I, I would say um, there's always a little bit of a doubt involved uh, when you're kind of pursuing anything that's kind of new and different than what's standard uh, when I was switching over from engineering, I was like what about the money what about this and like I kind of I did worry about that in the beginning just because I didn't have like an understanding like how am I gonna make money off of it off of this but as time went on I kind of found that it's possible and I became less worried about that and with each year that goes by I kind of like <clears throat> become more accustomed to uh, the idea of being a freelancer which may continue for h- however knows how long
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and this is at a point right now where it pays your bills right or do you do other things
2: uh, at the moment, uh, I, since I graduated, I've been freelancing full-time, fortunately. I'm able to be kind of supported by my family at the moment, but uh, I think I'm getting to a point where, uh, yes, it's uh, sustainable. And I think that like it took like the year and a half out of college to kind of get it uh, up in motion to where it is now. And I think that, yeah, it's it, it does pay the bills.
1: Yeah, and I'm kind of curious, um, when it comes to the business side of things, Did that come naturally? Did you purposefully educate yourself
2: on that? A little bit of both. Uh, I found that I always had a knack for making, like, when I was younger, I'd make, like, little companies of, like, booklets of, like, and kind of brochures about, like, imaginary companies and, like, Put a lot of like work into like breaking down what they are and stuff like that and i kind of realized that like that kind of interest and attention to detail kind of translated over to uh managing my business in terms of like i love keeping track of how much i make and like how much i spend and uh keeping track of like all like the the details and creating the actual branding on its own was part of that and uh i think i kind of I learned a little bit as I went but a lot of it was kind of just creating a Facebook page website and kind of a logo like all that was enjoyable for me
1: so so that was so it seems like you from an early age were doing entrepreneurial stuff already it it almost was like this was a natural consequence of where you came from
2: yeah uh, I don't think I uh, ever realized that at the time and it was like maybe I wouldn't even, something I would call entrepreneurial, but definitely along the lines of kind of the idea of a small business and like your own brand always brought interest to me. And I think that definitely kind of led me to where I am today.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like, if you were, okay, let, let me phrase it this way. If there was a version of you that was younger, that was just starting out, and you kind of saw him and he was filming BMX bikes and stuff and you were like, hmm, what should I tell him?
2: Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's a question I hear asked often. Um, for myself, I would say that I did wish I kind of jumped into kind of exploring photography and video a little bit sooner. Uh, It's not that I'm I'm pretty young for what I do. I'm 22 right now uh, and I think that uh, for where I'm at, I'm happy, but it would have been really nice to kind of seeing high school me recording bikes, like kind of uh, explore that interest a little bit more at the time and kind of uh, maybe I would have started a little bit sooner and been like maybe a year ahead than what I am now, but no complaints whatsoever. But my feedback would be is to kind of explore your interests and your passions, kind of, if you think they can lead somewhere.
1: And that's another interesting thing is, uh, a lot of my subscribers are creatives. We're interested in following their passion. It's one of my core, uh, my, the core things I talk about is how to create something that you love, that other people also like, that they'll pay you for, that you can live on. Um, and there, there's so many differing opinions out there. And a lot of the opinions are of course because the people who say them either failed or maybe they succeeded, but they don't know why. So you don't always get really good information when you're talking, when people talk about their passions They're like, oh, don't ever do that because they couldn't do it or yeah. always do it because they did it, but they don't know what it took. You know, they don't know why they succeeded. So I'm kind of curious right. your, your take on, um, on, 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 on finding your passion and following it to create a, a sustainable living and a sustainable way of life.
2: So the question is kind of how, how to pers- make your passion into something that's a sustainable way of life?
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, how, how would somebody listening to this who's like, I have this passion and I want it to be my life, how could they pursue it to make a sustainable income but still make it enjoyable wow. and not like a, you know, a job?
2: Definitely. Uh, well, speaking from the aspect of video, uh, in my case, um, I do have certain projects that I come along that aren't as enjoyable as others, but I think there's always a balance that exists. You can always do like a few kind of corporate interviews that have not really much like emotional value or interest in your own personal life, but you can always go out and have that free time to uh, create a project um, that does mean something to you. That means even if it's with some friends for free, or even like, Uh, kind of finding uh, for example a a music artist that has a vision that's similar to yours so as long as you're able to balance kind of the business side of things of like making money off of jobs that'll pay the bills and then also jobs that might even be paid but also are things that you enjoy or kind of collaborate with your own personal vision that's how I'm kind of able to keep my passion create a vision afloat at the same time as still having a business because otherwise I think I'd be pretty kind of unmotivated if I wasn't able to like just go out take photos and make small videos with friends every once in a while
1: Mm -hmm. so it's finding a balance between the stuff that gives you money and then the stuff that you love and of course doing as much of the stuff that you love that gives you money but understanding it's not always going to be there so to keep yourself uh, charged, you know, to, to plug into exactly. that passion, um, you would suggest doing your own projects on your own time. If they're not, if the stuff that you're getting is uh, is kind of dry, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Passion projects are very important.
1: Cool. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the audience, to the readers, or or any any website, something like that?
2: Sure. Um, if you want to check out my work, it's. Uh, oh filmmedia.com. I have some work that I've uh, put up there throughout this. And one
1: thing to just the audio, how do you spell that?
2: P-H-I-L-M-M-E-D-I-A, media.com. So filmmedia.com. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time.
2: I appreciate you having me.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned, and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening, and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two-hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Ren Man Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself, oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.orgslash slash uh, nothing, actually. therenmannet.org is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K, and either click on Join the Newsletter, or a pop-up will come up, and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal, that is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself, and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal. also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art, work. You can get that at the store at the therenmenet.org/store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot w-o-r-k slash s-t-o-r-e and as of now they are fifty dollars there are some uh, If you become a patron you get a free coupon for that so um, to to segue right into that if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis what you can do is become a patron it's at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash the Renman Network t-h-e-r-e-m sorry r-e-n M A N N E T W O R K, and any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month. What that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time. a pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences, like the one I'm going to next week. Now I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects and. I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can, subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast, allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast, first of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmannet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on Join the Newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmannet.work slash shop, or sorry, Slash store, S T O R E, slash store. And also, you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's slash the Renman Network. T H E R E N M A N N E T W O R K. Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.